And Leila, are you on? I know we were having a little bit of technical difficulties, but we, um, we're co-hosting this event with the Young Leaders Committee as well. And Leela Jada is also gonna join us from Young Leaders. She's so, signing up now, I can see her, she's coming. Okay. Great, well, I'll give it another minute. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. Good morning. I see a lot Can of faces you hear me? I know today. I've missed a lot of these faces. Yeah, me hey, too. Mindy. <laughs> <laughs> I know, it's so good to see everybody. I feel like in the Do beginning we... of the work from home, we saw a lot of these faces frequently, but it seemed to dropped off a little, so it's nice to see them again. Yeah, Mindy, I was on a lot of calls with you, I remember. Yes, you are, Stephanie. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we were cheering each other up for sure. It was, we <laughs> needed it. <laughs> okay, Carolina, do we still have people joining us right now? We don't have anyone in the weight room, but we'll let okay. them know if they come in. Okay, I'm gonna start over again. Hi, good morning. Um, thank you again, everyone for joining us. I'm Julie May, I'm with the Women's Leadership Committee. And I'm Layla from GNT. I am with the Young Leaders Committee. Sorry for my technical difficulties. That's what happens in the, in the virtual world, right? When we do these presentations. Oh, I know. Um, well, we're excited to kick off the new year with a very timely topic on mental wellness. And I'm thrilled to have uh, Kathy Dolan Schweitzer join us and she's gonna lead us through this discussion. And for those of you that, you know, I know many of you know Kathy through the industry, um, but I'll, for those of you that don't know her, um, she is known as the healthy project coach She's also founded her own um, consulting company, which she's the president of, Health Well Done, and she's the author of, uh, of a book of the same title. She works as a senior project manager at Columbia University's Irving Medical Center and combines her project management background with her um, MA in experiential health and healing into her business. As a leader of, um, in healthcare project management and a pioneer in patient experience uh, economy, Kathy's mission is to lead teams to simplify the planning and building process for optimal benefits of, for the patient, people, medical professionals, and the planet. Kathy serves on two boards, the Center of Health Design Environmental Standards Committee and Professional Women in Construction Professional Development. She's also a member of the National Speakers Association in New York City. And on a personal note, um, Kathy is married. She has two children, her dog, Callie, and she splits her time between Vermont and New York, which I'm very jealous of right now because I know you're getting some good skiing in. Mm -hmm. so, so I'll hand it over to I Layla. I seem to have gotten picked up the camera, but um, I will help moderate the um, 
Q&A at the end. So if questions come up throughout the presentation, you can just um, send them through the chat box and then we'll run through them at the end. I think we're leaving about five to 10 minutes there at the end. Um, and with that, I'll hand things over to Kathy and thank you again all for joining. Well, good morning, everyone, and thank you for joining us. Um, today, we're going to mix a little faith, hope, and a sprinkle of silver lining into our discussion with all of you, our closest intimate friends. Think of us or think of this as a healthy coaching session, because I believe that mental wellness isn't a soft skill. It's a core business skill needed to be your personal and professional best. My hope is that we all are on the same page in the belief that healthy people are our most important asset and that human connection is about trust. When we know you as a person, we connect to you. Now we listen to what you say. Being healthy starts with your mental wellness. It's about how you show up. It's about you. It's how we connect. It's how we build lasting relationships and listen and care for your teams, your family, and your friends. So today, please participate in our discussion because it's all about you uh, and it starts with you. So listening and caring for your teens and keeping a positive outlook is weaved into uh, the principles of why I started Health Well Done and why I wrote the book Health Well Done, which by the way, all of you will get a complimentary electronic copy. And so please um, see it as my gift to you, skim through it, um, use it as a guide and enjoy it. After my health crisis in 2011, my book was my silver lining. I'm telling you this story because with faith and hope, you can get through many of these unexpected challenges. My health crisis began the day of my annual checkup when I was diagnosed with ovarian cancer. I remember sitting in that chair. I'll never forget that day. I was in shock. Me the athletic one, the one who always took care of herself. After the shock, I moved into compartmentalization. Yes, I've got this, no problem. What do I do? I tell my family, I cancel my appointments, I arrange to take a leave of absence. Yes, I've got this. <laughs> but what about my emotions? What about my fears? Holy crap. I'm, I'm going to go in for surgery. I am scared out of my wits. Luckily, my graduate studies was in integrated medicine and the study of conventional um, medicine and alternative healings. So I used guided imagery, uh, massage, Reiki, yoga, uh, just to name a few. Prior to surgery, each day, I would spend 20 minutes three times a day in meditation and guided imagery, imagining that the, the, the surgery was successful and that it was all going to go well. Well, the surgery went well. Next, I had to handle five months of chemotherapy. Again, implementing guided imagery, 
meditation, lots of walks on the beach or kind of crawling on the beach, if I would call it that, yoga. And each time I sat in the chair to go through the infusion, I would go to the mountain. Yes, I would imagine myself skiing on Christmas day because in, it was July when I first started and I finished in November. When I finished in November, luckily the program offered a personal trainer. And so the first things out of my mouth was, you better make sure that I can ski on Christmas day with my family. Well, I did. I skied on Christmas day. Now, was I performing at my best? Yes, I was in my new normal. I was uh, brought to tears that day, but I did it. I skied on Christmas day with my family. When I completed my treatment, I went back to work, a changed person. Now I wear two hats. I was a project manager and a patient, and I was ready to approach facilitating and building environments from a people perspective. I discovered this was my message and I wanted to share my book, Health Well Done, a people-centered management approach, approach, building healthcare environments with the world. My three principles in the book focus on the power of human-centered leadership, our only way forward. Why? Because healthy citizens are our best assets and Human-centered leadership sets the tone for the way that we care, coach, and connect to each other. We all can thrive when leaders support well-being. The importance of mental health and wellness at work has increased under the weight of the pandemic. 36% of employees would like to see more humility, compassion, empathetic behaviors from leadership. 33% of employees would like to see corporate investment in well-being programs, which would make them more confident in their ability to do their job. And according to the World Health Organization, for every dollar spent on mental health, $4 is gained in productivity. So thank you, Cornette. Thank you for having a strong desire to help jumpstart 2021, because as today, we step into planning a positive journey to, to focus with a focus, with focus um, on mental wellness. Okay, so let's begin. Now, first, I just wanna tell you, this is a discussion, so I wanna encourage everyone to you know, talk with us, talk in the chat box, and, um, you know, just raise your hand as we go through this. So, first of all, first of all, let's see if we can talk about what we're going to discuss today. So, we're going to discuss a healthy approach, mental wellness, accepting the goal of having a positive outlook, and making sure you focus on your mental wellness. And then once you've set that goal, achieving it is not exactly easy, but we're gonna give you some tools and tips. 
So first of all, what I want you to do in rapid fire, I want you to put in the chat box, what are you celebrating? So let's start out. Are you celebrating health? Are you celebrating family? Okay, so can you just pop that into the chat box? How are we looking, Carolina? We got some good, Julie, we got some good uh, good things coming through? We do, we have health, family, the inauguration and a new administration. Um, yeah, a lot of people are celebrating health, family. We survived 2020. <laughs> we did, we did, we're all here. Okay, yeah, let's see what. Yeah, we, we had some great responses. Okay, excellent. All right, so that's always a good way to start your day, right? Always start with what are you celebrating? I mean, there's a lot of things we can complain about, but I always say it's not what you don't have, it's what you have. So focus on celebrating every day the good things you have, even if it's just your health or it's just something funny that your dog did or your child or something. Okay, now I'm gonna stop sharing the screen because we are gonna do a poll on what you believe mental wellness is. Do, 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 do. And the answers will come out soon, I promise. Are you all curious? What does everybody think as to what the definition of mental wellness is? Okay, I love it, all of the above. That seems to be 93% of you, exactly. So each of us have our own idea of what mental wellness is, but having a positive outlook, um, having overall physical, mental, and spiritual health are key, feeling good about yourself and reacting well to life stresses. Okay, so let's close that. And I'm going to go back to sharing the screen because my next question to you is, let's just share the screen, is, well, hold on a second, as long as my, uh, everything's going to work. Okay, so why is mental wellness important? All right, so can you just, maybe you can put in the chat or maybe we can call on somebody. Why is mental wellness uh, important to each of us? Julie, do you see anybody raising their hand? Not yet, All but right. if anyone has anything that they that they want to um, put out there, just put it in the chat. Or um, here if we you're go. Brave. If you're brave yeah. enough, speak. Please speak. Here we go. Um, so we have. Sorry, the um, they're real. They're coming in now. I can't keep up. 
Um, <laughs> so why is mental wellness important? It improves your quality of life, impacts your energy, your productivity, motivation. Um, love how you say our body, body is our servant of our mind. Yes. Um, allows us to be our best selves, all of the above. Yes, yeah, so we got some great responses. Good, good. So yes, so please, everyone, just focus in on the fact that it is very important, your mental wellness, because your body is the servant of your mind. And so at what you think is actually your, you know, what is going on, and it affects your health tremendously. Okay, so I'm going to move on. So first of all, one of the things that I practice daily is I do a daily assessment. And so it could be that when I wake up in the morning, I sit up in bed and I kind of do, if you were to do like a body scan, so everybody just take a minute and I want you to just like close your eyes and I want you to do a little bit of a body scan. Start at the top of your head and kind of come down, check your neck, check your shoulders, Check, you know, uh, come down to the core of your body, see what's going on in the core, and then go down uh, to your feet, right? So the first thing is to check your body. So this morning when I woke up, I noticed that in my right side, I had like a little pain in my jaw. And the first thought was, was I grinding in my teeth last night? Or what was I doing? Is something bothering me, you know, <laughs> this morning? Um, so, you know, this is kind of what you do. And then, so you might check sometimes when I'm in meditation, I might check uh, my emotions. There might be something that's upsetting me. And I'm just like, okay, you know, sometimes there is something that's upsetting you. I mean, you don't really know what it is, but if you could just take a minute and kind of ask yourself, like, what is going on? At least you'll have a better idea of what, you know, what is starting your day. And then there are ways tools, tips, um, mini goals, whatever they may be, whatever you may want to call them, um, they may be available to you to make some alteration, alterations and adjustments right from the get-go in the morning. Okay, so the idea is this. Then the other thing you always have to examine is your thoughts, right? Do you have positive thoughts? Because it's, it's in your best interest, right? To be able to think, feel, feel and act and create positive impact. So for example, I know you might think this is a little weird, but I like to call in fun, creative, intelligent, kind energy. Like I want, those are the kinds of people that I want to attract. Those are the kind of um interactions I want to have with people. So I'm every day, that's how I start my day. Just when I'm in meditation, I'm actually thinking about those things and hoping that my, or I'm setting an intention that that's what I want people around me to be. Um, and then negative thoughts, right? We all have negative thoughts, right? Something comes in your mind. Like I had this presentation this morning. You know, of course I could think, oh my God, I'm going to be terrible. Oh my God, these people are going to hate me, right? But that's not going to do me any good because it creates fear. It, create, it creates stress. Um, it has an impact on my health. So again, as you're doing your daily assessments, where's your head at? Is it positive? Is it negative? It's okay to be able to understand whether you're in positive or negative, but the idea is if you are in negative, 
then that's a vicious cycle. Because if you have one negative thought, then you have two, then you spiral. When you spiral, it just changes everything within you. It changes the way you approach your work. It changes the way that you approach your relationships. So again, a daily assessment will always help you to understand how your body is feeling and where your mind is at. All right, next, breathing. Love breathing. It's one of the, of course, it's the essence of life, right? It's vital to our physical, mental, and emotional health. I can't tell you, um, in working at Stanford Hospital and talking, I have, I was really very um, close with a lot of the nurses. I can't tell you how many times people have a lot of, of, um, of medical problems because they don't breathe correctly right? So what happens is if I remember years ago when I first started working, um, I used to to hyperventilate at my desk because there was so many things I had to do. And one of the things I noticed was I was short breathing. Um, I was breathing into only my chest. And what was important was that I sat up and I, I, my breath went all the way down to my gut and then back up. So let's just take a minute. I want you to breathe. Listen to your breath. Breathe in through your nose, down into your gut, blow it up, and then breathe it out. So this is something that's really important. And you can do this at any particular time. So if someone is, if you're in a situation where it's stressful, you can just take a moment and do three breaths, right? Breathe in for four, breathe out for four, because it connects the body to our mind and our spirit. And it calls us to be present. It also calms everything down in the body so that if you're under a lot of stress, you can basically reduce that stress just by breathing correctly. Okay, so let's put it in the chat. Fast fire. Let's see what Julie has to say. Tell me, how do you use breathing? Julie, you got anything coming through? Oops, um, not yet. Oh, here we go. So to calm my nerves, self-soothing, de-stress, reset my mind. Yes. Remind myself to relax. Yes. Um, bring myself into the present. Mm, so important. New idea generation. That's so true. Oh, yeah. That's a great In- one. Increased circulation. Um, back on track. Yeah, we have a lot of responses here. A lot of re- really great ways to use breathing. Yeah. You know what, and you know, calling and, and bringing ourselves into the present is so important, right? Because we love, as I call, you know, Sting has a new song, or he has a song out. I love it. It's called "Let's Forget About the Future and and, <laughs> and Stick with the Past." <laughs> so we worry about the past and we worry about the future. So the nice thing about being present is that you're just here, and and you know, we can't predict the future. We know the past, but we can't, and we can't repeat it. Well. We can't go back. Let's put it that way. So just staying present is a very healthy thing. Okay, going to move on. All right, now, 
So here is my tips for your mental wellness tools, right? So first of all, I always like to have a vision, right? So let's take a minute. I want you to take a minute, take it. And so breathe, breathe in and just breathe out slow. And then think about where do you see yourself in 2021? Okay. So for number one, do you see yourself in a new house? Do you see yourself with a new baby? Do you see yourself with a new job, a new business? What do you see for 2020? Do you see yourself exercising more? Do you see yourself walking in nature more? What is it that you want for 2021? Remember, when I talked about my story of when I was doing chemotherapy, it kind of wasn't exactly the funnest thing I ever did in my life. But what I did was I had this vision that on Christmas Day, I was going to ski. Now, that was it. That's all that mattered to me. And that's what brought me through from July all the way to December. I focused on that. Every time my mind went into, I'm going to die. <laughs> no, 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 no. Back. Vision. Vision brought me to Christmas Day. All right. So. Next is challenge busters, right? There's always things in your way and we have to have some sort of a strategy to figure out how to get the, challenge, the, the, the obstacles and the challenges out of our way. So one of the things, let's go back to vision, right? A lot of us in this industry are always about jumping in and making it happen, right? So when you do your vision, do you have to figure it out? Like if you want to buy a new house, do you have to know exactly the house you're going to buy and, and how much, you know, where you're going to get the money and blah, 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 all that? No. What you have to do is just say to yourself, I'm going to, I want to buy a new house, right? A lot of times when I work with my clients, I ask them, what is their vision and where do they want to be? Because this helps me to help them to figure out how to get it done and obstacles and challenges are always a part of that. So remember what's in your way. The next thing is what are your daily practices? What are some of the things that keep you on track so that you can continue to see your vision and knock down the obstacles? So let's just take a minute, okay? Um, to think about what do people do on a daily basis to keep them focused and feeling good about their vision for the future? Do you, so let's just stop and take a poll because right now, um, yeah, let me stop the share. Do, 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 do. Soon we will have the answers to see where all of you spend time with daily practices.
Ooh, exercise. Look at that. That's the top one. Great. I'm so proud of all of you. All right. Self-assessment, good. Meditation, art, and music. Okay. So that's great. Um, I think that all of you um, are movers and shakers. How's that? But one of the things I always do is um, I spend some time, especially on the weekends when I want to get into a creative mindset, when I'm working on programs, is a lot of times I color. I have an adult coloring book. And that helps me to really calm down and get myself into a, the creative mode. So it's not necessarily a daily practice, but it's a weekend practice for me. So um, keep up the good work with focusing in on those daily practices because that's going to help you. All right, now, the next thing is intention, right? So important. How do all of us set an intention every single day, every single hour, <laughs> every single minute sometimes to have, you know, a better life, you know, a lot of us have been at home, working from home, and there are tremendous um, lines now blurred between home and business. And so how do we take good care of ourselves? Do we set an intention that today we're going to eat lunch? We're going to take 15 minutes to have lunch? Do we set an intention that at six o'clock I'm going to stop working, turn off the light, turn off my computer and walk away? Do I set an intention that I'm going to have a peaceful day because my kids are homeschooling now and I'm going to be calm and I'm going to not hurry through things? Now, granted, this is the way you start to try to have these things. Because if you don't set the intention and you don't get started, then it's never an easy thing to do. Okay, so now. So one of the things that I can't stress enough is your vision, right? So I want you to spend some time today or, you know, when you get off this call, maybe you could spend some time thinking about your vision because there's so much stuff going on the outside, right? And we're all in a situation where we love to watch that TV set, but we do have a remote and a remote gives us the ability to shut that off and go within. Because if we go within, this is what shows us how to navigate. Our inner voices tell us the right direction to go. So don't necessarily pay attention so much to the outside, pay attention to the inside. So set your vision for what you want. As I said, that vision of skiing on Christmas day was incredibly powerful for me so that I could get through the next you know, six months from July into December. And it, it really did help me uh, to get to where I wanted to be. All right challenges, right? When I coach my clients, a lot of times we start, you know, with the challenge. <laughs> and then we have to, you know, identify it, identify it in somewhat of a detail, and what effects it has on us, as well as why is it? Why are we stopped by it? 
The next thing is once we have identified and we really understand it, now it's become the enemy that's our friend and we know them well. So we break it down and we try to figure out how to take it apart, right? And then once we understand how to break it down, we come up with a strategy on how to solve the problem or the challenge or get the obstacle moved or find a way to leave it there and go around it. But we need a strategy or and accept. All right, daily practices. So again, I cannot tell you how important self-assessment is, right? It really, really helps us every single day. As soon as you wake up in the morning, do a self-assessment, right? Understand what is going on within your body, in your mind, in your thought process. And then you can take some sort of action to get yourself balanced, grounded, and in a positive mindset. Okay, so self-assessment is key. The next thing from a daily practice is take care of yourself. Self-care, especially right now, is so important. I've talked to so many people who tell me that they can't stop working, that there's this fear, there's this, uh, people are watching me now, I've got to be the best, I've got to, got to, got to, got to do. And instead, they don't have any way to, to actually shut off from work and take care of themselves. So there's a lot of different ways to care for yourself and everybody has their own way. So as I said to you before, my day starts with, I wake up, I do an assessment, I walk the dog, I play in the, in the, uh, in the park for about a half hour with the dog. I come back, I exercise, I meditate. I, I know I'm up at like, oh, dawn hundred. Um, and then, you know, I set my intention for the day. What do I want to do? Um, so taking care of yourself and finding something that takes you away from the work mind is absolutely key. So music is one. If you're a musician, it's a wonderful thing. You get into this mode where you don't think about anything but the music. Art is another way to do that. I do that through skiing. I used to do it also through boating and kayaking and you know hiking, whatever it is. I think it's really important for all of you to try something new, but get out of that work mindset um, at certain times of the day so that you can take good care of yourself because that's gonna help you to sleep better. It's gonna help your mindset and it's also gonna help you to eat better. Okay, the next thing for a daily practice is setting your intentions. So what is it that you wanna do? As you can see, this fellow here set the intention to fly through the water. That's okay. But each and every one of us should be setting an intention for how they want to live the day, the week, the month, etc. Because that, keeping that in mind also helps you to keep a positive mindset. And so what I've also done is I'm going to provide you with seven days of intentions. And you can choose to use them to get used to using them, or you can choose to not use them and make your own intentions. Okay, so nature. Nature is incredibly important to all of us. And I don't know um, if we have really appreciated her 
as much as we have in the past year, because getting out into nature is, to, you know, it helps us to stay healthy. Okay. It's very, very important. And I tell people constantly that nature is really a healer. And so if you're stuck in your house or in your apartment, please make sure that you get out once a day and take a walk, open the window, or at least just get out into nature because it'll help your head and it'll keep you in positive thought. This is an example of, of one of the cards that I am, I'm going to provide you. But just for today, I will do two things I don't want to do. <laughs> just for the exercise. Very, very important that you start to do things that you possibly never done before. Why not? Try it. All right. So let's open up the chat box. Um, and then tell me now, what do you think of setting intentions? Is it something good? Is it something you do? So Julie, why don't you take a look at the chat box and, and see what people are saying? Will do. Okay. Um, we have... Some, someone already feels inspired. I think many of us already feel inspired. So thanks, Kathy. <laughs> <laughs> um, right. What else? What are, what are some of the other things that you, that you will do? Sense of accomplishment, resolutions, they motivate me. Not necessarily intentions. I like to check things off my to-do list. I get it. There's something very satisfying about that for me too. Motivate, motivate is myself, myself accomplish daily tasks, prioritizing myself, be more mindful, react more thoughtfully. Yeah, these are great. You know, yeah, reacting more thoughtfully, you know, how important is that, right? And so many times because of the fact that we are always overloaded, right? We all have so much, especially in our industry. I mean, we are all workaholics. We, <laughs> we work like crazy. So the question is, you know, because we're hurried, because we're stressed, setting an intention to have, you know, thoughtful communication, and, you know, being uh, compassionate for other people, uh, making sure that we stop and say hello. I mean, I have to say that I was in the elevator the other day. And, you know, of course, we have to stand in our spots <laughs> and we're all masked up. And um, I turned to one of the women walking into the elevator and I said to her, what floor are you going to? And she looked like kind of shocked. And I, you know, of course, nobody wants to press the button either. So I pressed the button for her. And then all of a sudden, when she walked off of the elevator, she turned to me and she said, you know, have a great day. So, you know, it, it, it sounds so simple, but having the intention to say hello to, you know, more people. Uh, people, I think, really appreciate that right now at this particular time, because as I said, you don't even recognize people because we're masked up. 
So setting good intentions um, and setting intentions to care for your teams and take care of people and connect with people are great intentions. Um, but again, uh, it's all up to you because that's, um, you know, according to you. Okay, so I'm just going to move on and I'm going to talk to you about what my last closing remarks are. And then we're going to open it up for questions and discussion. So number one, mental wellness, remember, is not a soft skill. It's a core business skill needed, to, needed so that you can be your personal and professional best. Connection, so important, especially in today's world, is about trust. When we know you as a person, we connect to you. Now we listen to what you say. Human-centered leadership sets the tone for the way that we care, connect, coach each other. Healthy citizens are our best asset, and you are one of them, and you play a tremendous part and a big role in keeping our country healthy and strong. So remember, you taking care of yourself, you taking care of your mental wellness impacts all of us impacts the country and impacts the world. And you know what? It sounds so silly almost, right? But look at the pandemic and look at the, the way that we, <laughs> how it's interrupted our lives. So you being healthy is incredibly important to all of us. Throughout our discussion, I have commu communicated how important your mental wellness is to yourself, your friends, your family, your teams, and our country. My wish is that I want to inspire you to keep the faith and listen to your intentions and your internal navigations, practice healthy behaviors, and remember to set those intentions for a positive outlook in 2021. There is a silver lining in our experience. You just need to see it. My challenge to you is to play your part as a healthy citizen that keeps our country healthy and strong and spread the word. Get it out there that human-centered leadership is the only way forward. So be well, stay peaceful, and thank you this morning. And we're gonna open it up for questions and discussion. So I wanna hear from you. Carolina, can you unmute and um, provide video for everyone so we can regroup for any questions? Everyone could unmute themselves as well. Um, Great, okay, thank you. What questions does everyone have? It could be comments too. Yeah, comments. chime in on you know what some of your experiences are. Um, I mean, you know, we've 21 days into 2021. Um, we've had you know yesterday was a very positive day. I think in a lot of respects. Um, I think that. Um, I think that, you know, we do have some challenges. We know that we have challenges in front of us, but the more we come together 
and the more that we connect with each other, that's when we're going to start to take, you know, to make everything better. When we have fear, when we have anger, when we're fighting, it doesn't help. It doesn't even help for our creative innovation, what we see forward. So what is your thoughts about that? I have a question. What's the difference between mental wellness and mental toughness? I watched the Tiger Woods documentary last night and talk about some, you know, uh, highlighting a person that has mental toughness. Although as you sort of watch the story of his life, you realize uh, maybe he's not totally mentally well, but um, what would you say is the difference? Well, you know, it's interesting. Um, uh, I, uh, I watched this movie called Molly's Game over the weekend. I don't know if any of you have seen that on Netflix. It was really pretty good. And yeah. I think, um, you know, her father as a psychiatrist was coaching her to be a, um, uh, an Olympic champion. And, you know, you, in the movie, she, she actually falls down like incredibly hard and... <laughs> And her father, you know, and she's laying there in the ambulance and everything's there. Everybody's there looking over and she's not, you know, she's, her eyes are closed and she, they, they think she's like almost dead, right? And what happens is her father comes over and she opens her eyes and she just gets up and she walks because her father has schooled her to be mentally tough, right? Um, and then, you know, obviously as she goes through the rest of her life, she's, she's taught to be mentally tough and she can get through anything. So I think... And look, I, I was the same way. I mean, I have to say, until I got sick, I was incredibly mentally tough, right? And t everything about me was tough. And then when I got sick, it was like, you know, it's okay to take a break. It's okay to have a good intention. It's okay to take a moment and live in the present. You know, those are the kind of things that that's that mental wellness in some, as opposed to, you know, I have to, I have to, <laughs> you may have to and may push yourself, but we all have limits and you have to understand what those limits are. So I think if you were to ask me, what's the difference between mental toughness and mental wellness it is the mental wellness, you understand your limits. And you also, I would say, have a soft heart and strong boundaries because you understand yourself. And you, and you have a boundary on that as opposed to mental toughness where someone's just pushing you and you're just trained to not care about anything in your body, nothing about your emotions and you're just going. Does, does that help? Does that answer your question? Okay, good. <laughs> That's a, that was a great question, right? And I, and again, I think a lot of us uh, in this industry, we, we are, we have a lot of mental toughness. I think you have to. Um, so then the question is, you know, how do we cut ourselves some slack as they say? What are some of the other things? I mean, you guys, are you familiar with human centered leadership? Uh, does anybody um, focus in on that in their companies? Can you, can you tell me that? I'm not familiar with it. Okay. Julie, um, Kara, it seems like video is still blocked by the host for some of us. I don't know if that matters. But um, mine was blocked for a while. I can't get it. It says your videos because the host has stopped it. Um, Carolina, can, can we have everybody be able to access video? 
Just be nice to see people's faces when they're talking. Absolutely. There we go. Thank you. Kathy, can you tell us a little bit about it, the human-centered leadership? Yeah. So, so a human-centered approach is really taking people into account to begin with, right? So one of the things, um, and, uh, when I talk, in my book, I talk about three principles. One is healthy patient, which is who is the patient? You'd be surprised how many times you build a healthcare environment and no one asks who's the patient. Um, I'm not saying it happens all the time, but uh, it, it has happened. Um, and then the next thing is, um, once you identify the patient and the health professionals, then you would move to who's on the team. And a lot of times when you're on a team, it's the question of, do you share data or do you share wisdom and experience on that team? Because that's really important, you know, especially if you want to get into understanding what, how people work in the trenches and how they build relationships. And when they're in a relationship, how does that all work? Okay. And then the last principle is called healthy project. And that's where you take, you know, it's all of the backbone and the structure for um, how you take the project from start to finish. So what I always say is you got to take the, all the information about the patient and all the information about the team and you sift it into the backbone and the structure. And so for all my process oriented people, what happens is I, get, I always promise you the process in the healthy project, but that the healthy patient and the healthy team are all about the people and understanding the people. And healthy um, and human centered leadership is all about setting a tone when you're facilitating your teams about that you care for them, right? And that you connect to them and that you listen to them and you understand that every single person on your team has something important to say, right? And it seems like a very simple thing, but a lot of times we're dictated to, we're not asked our opinion. There's a lot of things that go on. now. I know that things are changing and it's really good to see, but I do believe that there needs to be more compassion, more empathy, and, and you need to literally be able to treat people like you really care for them and you're connected to them. Now, sometimes you work on teams and it's great, you know, I mean, the synergy is there. Um, and then there are other times where there's just like, you know, for some reason, the team doesn't work and whatever. And you know that at the end of the line, that built environment, <laughs> it's going to show. It's going to show whether that team's been together or whether that team hasn't been. So I hope that answers your question. Does that help? Yeah. Hey, and Julie, I have a, a kind of a quick observation and then with a follow-up question. Okay. Um, I found that um, this whole pandemic has really tested my mental fortitude and my, my ability to, to kind of maintain a positive outlook. And I have found that sometimes, you know, I think we've stigmatized mental health and mental wellness for so long mm -hmm. that it was really uncomfortable for a lot of people to, to be vulnerable and say, I'm, I'm struggling. So I've, I've tried to provide um, a safe place for people to say, I'm having a hard time with this, 
by being vulnerable and, and starting off with the conversation with, you'll have to excuse my brain fog. I'm struggling a little bit. I'm, I'm having a little bit of a, of a hard time staying focused and mentally in the moment. So I, I found that it's, it's actually helping me to, to feel like I'm not alone in that by beginning those conversations. And Mindy, you know what? You're so right. I can't tell you how important it is for you to be vulnerable, right? You have to be able to talk about this. Think about me sharing my story, right? You know, I mean, it's not the easiest thing to like, you know, uh, but, but we're all friends here. We're, we're intimate friends having a conversation. That's the way I look at it. But I think, um, you know, I watched um, some of my associates struggle with technology and I think the more that we all laughed about it, the more that you know we all kind of understood, we all understand, right? And your, your discussion about being in a fog, right? It, being motivated. How many of you wake up and go, you know, I don't really care anymore. I am so sick and tired. Leave me alone, you know? You wanna scream. So the idea of it is, you know, and you realize you're just going through the, the, the motions, right? You don't really, and, and, and kind of it's, it's, it's hard because you want to be passionate. You want to love your work. But right now, you know, you're kind of like, this is just too much going on. I mean, I'm really fortunate. I just my husband and I, and, and I have the dog, but people who are moms, and dads, and they have kids at home, and they have, you know, I mean, it, it, in their small apartments, their life has just been turned upside down. So, so I guess the question is, you know, mental toughness. Yeah, in some respects, you need that mental toughness to make it through and have that resiliency. But you know, you need the mental wellness. And so what are some of the techniques that you can use? Use the assessment. Use your daily practices. Take up something new. Try something new. This pandemic is forcing us <laughs> to be different. Do something different. So it's like, listen, listen to that. Try new things because you can't do things. There is no normal anymore. It's a new normal try and, and, and get to the point where your mind is, it's a new no normal. And there are going to be days that I'm just not motivated. And that's your boundaries. And that's you listening to yourself. There are going to be days where you decide you're going to call in sick because you need a mental wellness day. And don't feel guilty for it. Just do it, you know, because we are all on the edge, you know. And so, again, the thinking of taking care of myself, taking care of my mental wellness, doing these daily practices, doing an assessment and understanding, am I a negative thought or am I in positive thought? And if I'm feeling negative and awful, then I need to do something to take care of me and whatever that is. You know, hopefully it's not an abusive behavior. <laughs> hopefully it's a more healthy behavior. One of the things I will tell you that is the simplest thing in the world is go outside, walk in nature. Yeah, it's cold out, but that's why you got a lot of coats and gloves and hats and scarves and make it fun. I mean, 
you know, we, we, we basically celebrated the full moon. We went outside, we, we had a fire and we were able to socialize with our neighbors outside. But again, you, you have to come up with new ideas nowadays. I hope that answers your question, Mindy. Hi, this is Lori, just real quickly before, and I'm sorry I can't be on camera, but um, yesterday at, you know, when I was watching the inauguration, I didn't realize, I got so emotional yeah. that, um, and I just think it was a release from all these months of, you know, between the politics and the pandemic, and then seeing, you know, and then seeing like a unified, you know, seeing the Republicans and the Democrats are all there. And then Lady Gaga saying her heart out. I mean, that's what brought me to tears. And, you know, I think, you know, um, inaugurations prior to this one, you take it for granted, you know, that we, you know, we live in this society and how great it is the transfer of power. But because it was always so automatic, but because what we've been through, and especially two weeks ago, to see what our country it, you know, it's it's scary times, not only, you know, with the pandemic, which is tremendous to think about 400,000 people passed away, you know, and then on top of that, the politics and then on top of that, having to deal, you know, with work and trying to keep up. Yes. This was such a release for me yesterday. It was like the best therapy I, I've had in a long time. Well, congratulations and yeah. thank you for sharing. What I was going to say is that there is that whole idea of that vision within yourself, listening to yourself, because what happens is when you listen to all the things that are going on outside, it is scary. It really is. But that message of unity and the message of us coming together to work this out, this is the way forward fighting, being fearful, and whatever went on in the past, it can't work. We can't, we all have to be together in order to work together to, to make this better. That's the message, you know, that's really the message. Well, thank you so much. I think this was wonderful. And I can't believe it's been an hour already because it's 930. Um, I just want to say on behalf of and the Women's Leadership Committee, Cornette, um, Young Leaders, we are so thankful to have you here this morning. Thank you. And as Kathy mentioned, we are going to be sending out uh, an e -cop, uh, the e-copy of her book, as well as the um, seven-day intention cards as well to everyone after this, after this uh, uh, program. So I, I just want to let you know that though that intention, those intention cards came from my husband's grandfather who wrote like a memoir and, um, and it was his book, his, his memoir is so inspirational that I pulled them out of there. So I hope you enjoy them and use them. And thank you so much. I'm so honored to be here to talk to you about this most important topic. I wish you to be well, as well as to be peaceful. I'll, I'll see you soon. Thanks so much. Thank Thanks, you. everyone.